Hello and welcome to the Bit by Bit podcast, the only show approved for robot consumption. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Phillips. With me once again, your wolf in sheeple clothing. You know him as the original Flashpoint Paradox, your California sushi roll, Blake Walker. <laughs> California sushi roll. That was... That was a that was a mega intro for you. That was man. That was. I feel important now. <laughs> the man with many names, Blake Walker. <laughs> so many titles. Uh, yeah. So um, today we're going to talk about some news. We're going to kind of update you on some some fun things that are happening, uh, things that we're excited about, and some just general talk. So let's dive into it. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So, how are you, Brian? I'm uh, I'm I'm a little annoyed, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me let me tell you about it. Okay. Well, listen. So, so um, the other day, I'm I'm uh, I'm at work, and I'm going to use the elevator, the the fat trolley, as I like to call it. Okay. Uh, because. <laughs> Why use the stairs when we live in an age where I can push a button that summons a door to literally take me to another place? <laughs> it's magic. So I'm standing at, on the bottom floor and I, I push the button for the elevator and I hear, kadunk, kadunk, kadunk. I'm like, oh, crud. Like, is this, is this how I end? Like, am I going to get in there and this thing's going to like collapse? Fall to the basement. <laughs> And the doors open and this little kid comes walking out and I'm like, as ah, kid was, he was jumping on the elevator. And so I looked at him and I was like, Hey, were you jumping on the elevator? And he looks at me like, like I had just murdered his dog. <laughs> like, like, like not only that, but I had like, Spitting his food and <laughs> and like he was just this disgusted shock of yeah, why? <laughs> and I said, "Were you jumping on the elevator?" He was like, "Well, well, what do you want to know?" And I was like, "Don't jump on the elevator. <laughs> don't, don't jump on the elevator, <laughs> little douchebag." <laughs> yeah, and, and he like. He like gave me this like evil like if looks could kill I would have melted into acid <laughs> just stare just like this snarl and he turned around and started muttering what I can only assume was demonic speech because he was just like oh, <laughs> oh okay what. I'm almost going to get on the elevator now. <laughs> Maybe I'll take the stairs, Maybe I guess. Maybe I'll take the stairs. But, but he just, like, the nerve of this kid. Like, like you know. The next pardon, generation. Yeah, I was going to say, pardon my, my old manage here, but uh, back in my day, <laughs> if if somebody came up to you and said, somebody who was older than you came up to you and said, hey, but don't don't do that. Knock it you up. know, it was like, oh, yeah, 
oh, guess I shouldn't. Uh, uh, bye. Yeah. And then you just, you know, leave or whatever. You know, like I was ready to be like for for his his thing of, oh, you're not my dad or whatever. Like, yeah, cool. <laughs> Let's go dad. find him. Let's dad. go. Let's go find him. Like, I don't need your crap, little kid. Like, I pay taxes. Like, <laughs> you have a bedtime. Like, oh, so man. just, yeah, it was ridiculous. Like, kids, man. I don't need that. Get out of here. So, so yeah, that was just a little annoying. Kind of got on my nerves. Like, what the heck, kid? What the heck, kid? Douche canoe. That's Jenna's favorite. That's douche canoe. Jenna's, <laughs> Jenna's favorite insult is to call somebody a douche canoe. I like it. Oh man. <laughs> so what are we what are we gonna start out with? You wanna start out so, with Star Wars? Wanna start out big? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's big news, big, big news. So um we've talked about it in passing. Yes. Do we wanna talk wanna talk about the big one? Or the one that's the the new one or the other one? Oh, I'm real excited. I kind of want to talk about the big one. All right, just go, just go, just go. You got this. Here we go. Are you ready? It's confirmed. Here we go. The Obi Wan Kenobi movie is coming. Officially announced in development. <laughs> I cannot wait. Twenty twenty, we will be getting an Obi Wan Kenobi film, and I'm. Positive, it'll take place between three and four. Sure. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what other story is there to tell? You know, <laughs> we've seen the rest of his life already. So. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I yeah. want. I want them to to bring back Qui Gon. I want to. I want him to go back that far. I think uh, so. So here's the deal with that. Did you watch any of the Clone Wars at all? I didn't. I didn't. I know that you've you've raved about them. I know <laughs> I you said the they're Clone super Wars. worth watching. Oh, totally worth watching, especially since it's canon. But Mm -hmm. I would say um, one of the most interesting parts about the Clone Wars is you discover what it actually takes to become a Force ghost. Oh, nice. And uh, Qui-Gon was one of the first uh, Jedi to ever accomplish this, where he was able to come back from the spirit realm into the physical realm to communicate. Holy cow. Um, Yeah, so actually after that, um, Yoda went and pursued it, and you actually get to see him go through the trials and like, um, pass the the major test of the force or whatever to be able to accomplish this. Um, That's awesome. Which is then um, at the end of episode three, if you'll remember, at the very end, he says, uh, I've been, uh, he's like, teach you to commune with your old master, I will, or something like that. I'm butchering it, but it's, that's the idea, is that uh, he teaches Obi-Wan essentially what he's learned. So anyway, I'm going to back up here a little bit. I think... Uh, Qui-Gon appearing as a force ghost while Obi-Wan is in his solitude is not out of the question. I think that is something that could totally happen. Um, And even like what you were just saying, if we go back even further and show maybe like some of his training. Get uh, Liam Neeson back on the docket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Qui-Gon is one of the best characters. It was a shame that he died because, dude, (laughs) the, the prequels would have gone a totally different route. If Qui-Gon had not died in the first episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If he had lived and actually trained Anakin, I think that uh, <laughs> could have changed the course of Anakin. history. Knock yeah. it off. <laughs> hey, stop that. <laughs> or even been like, hey, hey, come on. Give the kid master rank. Let him in. Yeah. <laughs> come on, guys. Come on, Samuel L. <laughs> Jackson. Lighten up. 
So yeah, I don't know. I think uh, <laughs> I think I just can't wait. I've been like pushing for this. I've been pumped about it, hoping they would do it. I'm not the only one, obviously. This is something oh, a yeah. lot of fans want, and uh, we're gonna get it. So yeah, get excited. Mm-hmm. If you like Star Wars, <laughs> I I uh, so personal preference here. I almost got in a fight tonight <laughs> with somebody. Okay, <laughs> because Explain. they said they said that Rogue One was not that good of a movie. Oh, I would have punched him. I would have clocked him right like, in the jaw, dude. I was like, oh man, we gotta leave now. We got. <laughs> yeah. Can I uh, can I see your nerd card, sir? Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just revoking that right here. I think One, that it's. May, it's one of the best. If oh, man. it's it's top three for me at least. Yes, it's absolutely. So good. So true to what made Star Wars great. Yeah. Know? Oh man. And we've talked about it before. I mean, we don't need to like dwell on it. <laughs> go back into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But you can uh, listen to those those episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're back there somewhere. Uh, oh man. But we got more more Star Wars to talk about. Oh, can I throw in a fun fact? Yes. All right. Yes, absolutely. All right. Fun fact. Ewan McGregor's brother. Flies in the Royal Canadian Air Force, and his call sign is OB2. <laughs> oh, no way. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Han Solo Star Wars film. We know that it's coming. We've talked about how it, you know, should, should actually be a uh, Lando Calrissian film. Yeah. Uh, but they lost their directors, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. Right, which actually has it's happened it happened a while ago now. Um, right, we're kind of right. late to the game talking about that aspect of it. Are you sure we haven't talked about this already? Oh, maybe we have. Could be. Okay, okay, okay. Here's here's what we're gonna do, guys. So, uh, uh, if 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 you are listening to the episode and you find something that uh, is is wrong or needs to be corrected, just in general, or we we just kind of miss something a little bit um we want to give you guys the opportunity to be able to contact us and uh let us know and we'll if it's you know if if you're just if you're just writing in to be like uh you misspoke and you said and instead of uh or you know whatever that's you know (laughs) we we won't we won't read those but if it's like a, a legitimate like correction we'll we'll bring it onto the show so if you email bitxbitpodcast at gmail.com and put in the subject line fix it in all caps you can two words fix it um we'll we'll bring it on the show and we'll say hey we got a correction from this you know if put in uh whatever you want us to call you you know yeah. name your real uh, name maybe just first name or your handle nickname yeah. handle yeah whatever um and we'll uh we'll read it on the show so if we have talked about this before feel free Fix it, bit by bit, podcast, <laughs> gmail.com. You got it. So so let's brush over it really quick. I'm going to hit on some bullet points, uh, if that's all right with you. Uh, Absolutely. All right. So uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, I would say uh, the reason that they were picked to direct is uh, Kathleen Kennedy kind of has this, this thing. Uh, she's the head of Lucasfilm. Uh, we've probably mentioned that before. Took over uh, for George Lucas when Disney acquired the company. Um, she's in charge of pretty much everything, taking care of the universe and making sure that everything's being taken care of properly. And the vision is true to form. So she picked these guys because she saw 21 jump street and she saw how they were able to incorporate, um, just the type of humor she was looking for, for the Han Solo movie into, uh, the narrative and, 
So she picked them, brought them in, and uh, here here is the problem. They have very conflicting uh, visions on how to actually produce the film. So the way that uh, Lord and Miller were going about this is they would set up maybe three cameras at different angles to film the scene. And also in the midst of that, they were letting the actors improvise lines, which is something you do not do in Star Wars. When you receive the script... That script is like holy almost, you know, yeah, like you, yeah, yeah. you don't touch it because it's been painstakingly uh, poured over and whittled down and everything fits perfectly within the universe. And they make sure there's no plot holes. You know, there, everything is within the continuity and the canon. Um, so they were letting the actors improvise lines. They were letting them go off script. And uh, that's not the way Disney rolls. They wanted them to stick to the script. They wanted them to use, you know, 10 plus cameras per shot so that they could, you know, pretty much assemble the film and editing afterwards. Mm-hmm. So they would have more control. Um, and Lord and Miller just didn't want to do it that way. They wanted to do it their way. And in the end, Kathleen Kennedy said, this is not working. Um, you know, your guys's process is not matching up with our vision. Uh, we're going to have to go a different route. Um, but the thing that was so odd about it is that they were almost done with principal photography for the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, afterwards, uh, they actually brought in Ron Howard, who's the current director for the film. And they're still working on reshooting uh, some scenes and the last little bit of principal photography before it gets shipped off um, to be spliced together. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's kind of that was kind of the deal with that whole thing. Um how do, how do you feel about that? What, what's your opinion on that whole thing? You know, I think uh, I think having them on from the beginning, I feel like you got to know what you're getting into, you know? Yeah. Like, if that was a style, if you looked at the other things that they've done and uh, that was a style that you that you enjoyed, that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. But if it's a style that you looked at and and then thought, oh, maybe that shouldn't be Star Wars. Maybe you shouldn't have them as as <laughs> well, your lead people. If you have a shadow of a doubt <laughs> that yeah. they're not the right guys. Um, apparently she didn't, though, until it was too late. But That's fine. Yeah. I'm sure Ron Howard wrapped everything up well. He, he will. He will. He's been sh- uh, sharing some really, really cool set photos and stuff on uh, Twitter. One of the coolest things that I saw him uh, show was how they film the hyperspace scenes. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you'd think that they do it all in CGI and whatnot. And of course, sometimes they do. But um, for like the cockpit shots, when they go into uh, hyperspace, they actually have this gigantic. It's like a 40 foot tall screen and it's curved um, in like a full 180 degree arc. And then the cockpit is centered in the front of it and it just looks like stars. And then, you know, when they hit the button, they all streak out to the sides of the screen around the curve. Mm. And that's Mm. it gives you the effect of hyperspace. So I don't know, just really, really cool stuff for for a nerd like me that loves to (laughs) see how that kind of stuff is made. So here's here's a little bit of news um, over the movie. This was just posted yesterday on ScreenRant.com. Nice. Uh, 
Ron Howard confirms Empire for Han Solo movie. So uh, Ron Howard's latest set photo from the young Han Solo spinoff movie confirms that the Galactic Empire will have a presence in the film. Interesting. They've got stormtroopers yeah. walking through water, full, like, you know, white stormtrooper. Like, like OG. The legit. OG Yeah, the OG. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, that just makes sense because I, I think as much as it's, like, predictable and whatnot, I'm pretty sure they're going to go with, you know, how Han got the Falcon from Lando. <laughs> yeah. The whole yeah. thing where he screws up the smuggling rung for Jabba when... You know, that's the that's the line, you know, the smuggler yeah. that drops his cargo at the first sign of an imperial uh, ship or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, you know, that's just a reality. The Empire is the government of the Empire or the galaxy. So, that's, yeah, they'll be there in some space regard. government, space <laughs> government. <laughs> Film is said to cover how the scoundrel formed his lifelong bond with Chewbacca, uh, whom he rescued from captivity. Uh, referenced in the canon novel life debt yeah i was gonna say like that's they just totally that's that's how they got their bond like right there i don't have to see the movie now that's that's a thing Uh, with wookies you save their life and they're indebted wow i guess i'm your best friend now yep exactly uh han spent some time in the imperial academy before becoming a smuggler so perhaps the anthology film will borrow some elements from legends Given that Han Solo is supposed to cover a period of six years, it's possible the Empire featured a small section. The movie's going to uh, cover six years? I th- I think that's that's what it's saying. Cover a period of six years. I like years. it even less now. It's like... Yep. Because, <laughs> oh man, he just, he doesn't look like Harrison Ford. No, like, no, he doesn't. This movie, it's too close to episode four for me. Sure. Like... His, his appearance isn't going to change it that drastically. I don't know. It just bothers me that somebody else is playing Han Solo. I, I yeah. love I love the mystery of Han's past. That's a huge character point for him. You know, the fact I, that we I mean, don't know exactly what he kind of got into. Could they could they just CGI his, his face? I thought about you know? that. Are they going to do, you know, maybe CGI a couple features of his face or something? I think that would just be too much work. I think they're just going to try and go for the whole suspension of disbelief and deal with it kind of thing. (laughs) There's always something a little off with CGI whenever you do that over their faces. Mm -hmm. Like in, I think it was uh, Hobbit when they had um, Legolas and he was supposed to look younger, but it just looked, it looked bad. It looked weird. That's an example of it looking a little bit creepy. Um, I would say the best version of that I've seen is definitely... Uh, young Robert Downey Jr. in Civil War at the very okay. beginning. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That that was probably the best uh, best example of it I've seen. Um, oh, actually, no, I take that back. Kurt Russell in Guardians of the Galaxy two. All okay. all the okay. scenes from the eighties with him is like <laughs> it's amazing. It looks it looks dead on like young Kurt Russell from the eighties. Sure. Like uh, Escape from New York style. Han Solo film may also have Death Star. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I mean, it t- t- would take place around that time. Over <laughs> the movie covers six years, so. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess. Could it have the Death Star? Think about Rogue One. I mean, Death Star was just operational prior sure. to episode four. 
And Rogue One runs directly into episode four. They're getting too close, man. They're getting I don't know. too close I don't know, to man. four for me. Um, before we get off Star Wars, let me ask you this. Yes. What would you call, what would you entitle the Han Solo movie that is currently untitled? <sighs> Flying Solo, the Lando Calrissian movie <laughs> story. <laughs> Flying Solo. Uh, um, man, do you, do you have one in mind? Maybe like Fly Casual. No, that's too general. <laughs> Fly Casual, a Star Wars story. <laughs> Maybe just solo. I mean, I think that's the working, the yeah, working just title solo. already. I like that. Is solo? Then it's got like his <laughs> blaster as the L. It's kind of cool. Nita Han. Oh no, nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> he shot first. Yeah, I was thinking something like that. How to shoot first, or or just like. Kessel Run or something like that, maybe. Oh, the Kessel Kessel Run or twelve uh, parsecs. Yeah, twelve parsecs. The twelfth parsec. The twelfth parsec. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, do you know parsecs are a measure of distance? Not speaking. I kind of figured. I kind of figured. Yeah. Like uh, light years. Yep. I'm yeah. I'm gonna guess it's the distance a particle can travel in a second whatever type of particle it would be <laughs> so Blake we uh we I've actually got some some other big news now that we're we're talking about about, about big news type things I like big news yes Bring it on. so uh your bit by bit favorite uh hosts here will soon be living a lot closer together uh, I am I am moving from the home state of Illinois all the way over to the glorious state of Indiana. Moving from the home of Lincoln to the birthplace of Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, coming up soon, we're um, my wife and I are are packing up everything, and we're 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 shipping off to uh, Indianapolis area. So good old Indy. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Heck yeah, man! I'm pumped. I'm pumped for you to live here. I am too. Oh man, it's it's been it's been years in the making. It has and it's it's finally just come to fruition. I feel like you've been talking about this what since like 2011 or something. Probably, yeah, probably long. since like college. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, but yeah, it's gonna be awesome. It'll be a lot easier to uh, get out in the community and actually do things and promote the podcast. So. So where do we go? Where do we go from here? Uh, so we've we talked about Amazon a little bit in the past. Yeah, love Amazon. We talked about how like they they do some things just really well. Yes, and there are other things that like ah oh, guys why? <laughs> so something they do really well, two day shipping, great. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, something they do really well. They if you need a return. You, they, they work really well with that. Yep. Um, if you have Amazon Prime and uh, have Twitch, you have Twitch Prime for free. Boom. Automatically. Pretty cool. If you if you didn't know that and you have both, if you have Amazon Prime and Twitch, you're you're wasting money, you know, not utilizing Twitch Prime. Totally. They also have cool little side deal things. So for a while... Uh, Amazon had this super sweet deal 
any new game, if you bought it through Amazon, you would get 20% off, which is that's insane. Good. <laughs> that's that's a good, good deal. That's, yeah, that's pretty nice. Uh, but in classic Amazon style, they said, oh, is, is that working for people? Well, we better flush that down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Are they getting rid of it? Really? Uh, they're changing it. It's basically only on games with pre-orders, I believe. So um, the cool thing about that is it almost took the place of a pre-order. Um, you could treat you could treat this as a pre-order mm-hmm. and have an awesome discount. And it was great. The problem is Prime members have reported that the 20 percent discount now only applies to pre-orders, not recent releases, and may not even apply to all of those. Cursory research backs this up. Current pre-orders for Call of Duty World War II, Destiny 2 are at full price rather than the traditional discount. That was from uh, EGMnow.com. Hmm. I wonder if that's publisher-based, since both of those are Activision games. That could be. Yeah, that could be. Hmm. That sounds like a total Activision move. Hmm. I have I have some beef right now with Activision. I always do. Yes. But right now, it's just because... Uh, okay, so I don't even care about Destiny 2. Played the open beta. Was totally unimpressed because I'm just not a Destiny fan. I think it's sure. like uh, it plays into people's like predisposition. Wow predisposition to uh, have gambling addictions um <laughs> i think it, it literally you know plays off the same the same um ideology that goes into making like a slot machine okay um, uh it, it's just because of loot design. drops or uh kind of it's like that um there's just different types of game theory you know and like different uh different ways you can design games intentionally to keep people hooked in in my case, it would be an engaging narrative because I'm a story guy. But for Absolutely. some people, you know, it, it is that loot drop. It's the the feeling of, oh, I just grinded through 100 enemies. What did I get? What I get for oh, it? Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, you get addicted to that feeling of accomplishment no matter how minute it may be. So um, I'm just not a fan of that. I think it's they're just trying to keep people hooked in a game that's pretty generally unimpressive. But. Sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get a ton of hate for that. People love Destiny. But anyway, since it's Activision and Activision is uh, or owns Blizzard, Blizzard has their own uh, like launch platform on PC, Battle, Battle.net. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Destiny will only be launching on PC on Battle.net. Uh, they're not bringing it to Steam. Which I think is super dumb. Like, <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's not that big a deal because you can just install Battle.net and you'd be fine. But it's just another thing to have to deal with, you know. Yeah. If you don't yeah. play any other Activision game, like what Starcraft or World of Warcraft or I started, uh, I started playing the first Starcraft actually the other day. Did you? Yeah, What'd lasted you for lasted for about. Uh, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes in the tutorial level. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I think you can actually get StarCraft the first. I think you can get the first StarCraft for free right now. I think you're right because they're about to release the remastered version of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's that's I think that's where I got it from. It's it's basically Age of Empires 
in space. Okay, so it's like an RTS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's like it's like a, it's like a. Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's what you'd call it. You have to like you have to like mine crystals, and I'm sure people people who are like into StarCraft two are like, "What are you guys? Like, you, know, oh, you guys are man, idiots! You guys Come on!" Have no idea. <laughs> Is it like civilization kind of? I think so. I think it's like uh, conquering the planet and like taking its its resources and building up new uh units and you know stuff like that i'm sure i'm sure there's there's different um there i'm sure there are different wind conditions um <laughs> I, yeah. but i mean I've, I've 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 tried to even get into civilization and my my brain can't can't function on that level oh man like, age of empires 2 is as far as i got <laughs> i've got civ 5 and it, it's fun mm. But uh, my buddy one day was like, hey, let's, let's play a game of Civ Five. I was like, sweet, never played it. Let's do it. And uh, yeah. we, we hopped on there. He's like, oh, we'll play co-op against like three computers, whatever. I'm not you kidding you. <laughs> yeah, totally. Six and a half hours later. Oh, man. Six and a half hours oh, of continuous play. Yeah, Paige wasn't happy that day. <laughs> we were supposed to be hanging out. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, man. Can we pause this? Can we like? <laughs> can we resume this later? He's like, "Oh yeah, totally." I'm like, "I wish I would have known." That was that. an option. Like, yeah, I wish you would have told me like I four taken hours that at ago. Three, yeah. But uh, yeah, that game it takes so long. I don't know if I'll ever play another game of it just for that oh, that man. fact alone. I, I love the idea of long games that I can really like. Oh, just dig into, and you know, I love the thought of risk. I love the yeah. thought of of civilization uh starcraft and yeah but i just i try to get it i try to start playing and it's it's either too complicated or it's me being too lazy and to learn how to how it works <laughs> i totally know that feeling man. like oh i gotta learn this <laughs> like i got i got so many other games i gotta play and then <laughs> i just end up playing skyrim so <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we've been over this yeah oh man oh man i've been playing a lot of xcom lately that game rocks yeah. that game yeah. rocks yeah which uh which xcom uh the Just original or the first one of the newer releases like enemy unknown i believe enemy unknown sure yeah. yeah yeah um i really want to play xcom 2 but i figured i should probably play the first one uh first. yeah that makes sense <laughs> so Working on that, um, it is the most fun turn-based uh, tactical game I've played probably since Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced. Like, I, I don't know. I really love those games, but it's hard for me to find one that I can really dig into and enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just, I'm tangenting now. I had something there. What the, what were, what, what were we talking about? What's happening? Uh, Where am I? Where are my pants? T- turn, turn-based <laughs> strategy. Was that right, 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 right. It? Turn-based strategy. Um, I don't know. It's gone. Okay. So, <laughs> so, I guess it makes sense for them for Amazon to dial back this twenty percent discount because it seems like it would be pretty easy to order games as soon as you get them, take them in, and sell them to GameStop or turn around and sell them for full price you know right it wouldn't wouldn't be a fast profit it'd be 20 percent, but still like i mean you're able to just turn around you know i don't know if it'd even be that much i mean i think that if you were to literally walk in launch day buy a game from gamestop 
and then hand it right back to the guy and trade in. I think they take 10% off the top. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Cause they got to make a profit. Right. So. so I bet you you're only making like five to 10%. But it's the slow burn. The slow, yeah. You got to buy like <laughs> 150 copies of it to make it worth it. I actually think that I would be interested in playing Mario uh, plus Rabbids. Really? I, I I think I would be interested in giving it a shot. Now, the problem is paying for a switch. And, oh, yeah. And the entry cost just yeah, to be able to you get maybe that like it. actually having the console. <laughs> I know they gave uh, Luigi a gun. Yeah. yeah Luigi's yeah. got a gun. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of interesting. Mario might have one too. I don't know. I haven't seen it's screenshots. A bullet bill. Yeah. A bullet bill, like rifle. It's like a cannon that goes on his arm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just remember uh, really being ready to just write that game off. And then during the Nintendo E3, jumping back here, um, the creator sitting in the audience just like he was so god darn proud of that game dude he was like nearly in tears just i think he was i think he i, I think this. i saw a couple tears like <laughs> that guy he was you could just see the passion pouring out of the yeah guy. like i was like, like wow my right. game is being shown at e3 right now like this is amazing <laughs> and you're like all right buddy <laughs> <laughs> just for you <laughs> just for you just just I'll, I'll give your game a try i'll give it a shot <laughs> oh man so oh, man. so i've got some xbox stuff i want to talk about but let's talk about the some game delays right quick yes this yes, yes, kind of yes. please please into it um so uh, a couple of game delays uh red dead redemption 2 being the first one um i know a lot of people bummed about that but not a whole lot of people surprised about that sure 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 uh rockstar is putting out pretty regular updates to uh, grand theft auto online still and it has a massive unstoppable player base on pretty much every platform sure so you know they're selling I, i've got buddies that have spent hundreds of dollars on in-game currency for that game Holy cow. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to name drop them. I have once before, um, but I think that uh, that's kind of silly, <laughs> but they're making a ton of money on it. Every time that I think about uh, the, that I'm playing a game and I'm like, man, you know, you know, what would make this game easier if I spent more money like yeah. that thought actually runs through my head like I could just buy money for the game to buy a better gun or something like that and then i then that i think oh but i gotta enter in my information or whatever (laughs) no no no, i won't do it and then and then like then they win (laughs) two months later i sit there and i look back and i went holy crap what if i would have done that like (laughs) i'm that was so irresponsible good job past me now i can pay bills (laughs) good job past me so so yeah that's that's been pushed off to next year um, mm-hmm. I think that that'll be a major, major release next year for Rockstar. I don't know a single person in my group of friends that isn't going to be buying that game. Um, sure. Because the first one was so incredibly successful and uh, was really what I've always wanted in like an open world game. Okay. Just that old Wild West, you know, riding your horse out, do whatever you want, set up camp, shoot some shoot some falcons with bullet time like you know the game had a little bit of everything um fun fact i 
I never actually finished the game. Oh, I I never finished the first one. It took me like a long time, long time, and then it had a kind of disappointing ending. Um, when it when when it came out, I bought the game Gun instead, mm-hmm. thinking that it was Red Dead Redemption, and I loved Gun. I thought it was Gun awesome. Gun was a good game, dude. I got all the way up to college and like oh oh this this is a different game so i went to play it and like i was used to modern mechanics and i was like uh this this is kind of hard to it's a little bit outdated now yeah i missed the window (laughs) anyway so i'm gonna i'm gonna jump on top of that fun fact and side note i just started watching westworld yes it's so good it's so good can i tell you so this isn't a huge spoiler because it's the first episode. And if you know the premise of the show, it's not a spoiler at all. So they're in, they're in the town and they have this uh, narrative set up where um, this group of outlaws is going to ride into town and they're going to uh, take over the saloon and rob it. They're going to take the safe. Yeah. And one of the coolest things about that show is inside the tavern, there's this Nickelodeon that plays and it plays... Um, old western style versions of modern day songs yes ah, yes super cool so as soon as this scene starts and they're like rolling out the sheet and all the rifles come rolling out and then they just start taking on the town and it starts Uh, playing paint it black i'm like like, oh this is the coolest show ever man um yeah westworld (laughs) is amazing if you are not watching it you are missing out because it is so good some of the best tv i've ever seen oh it's oh man it is fantastic a lot of nudity so fantastic though just oh man really great so it's gonna happen (laughs) like oh man it's just such a good show yep yep it is (laughs) so okay i'm gonna pull it back now we're back to back to game delays um, this is this is a major one. <laughs> this is uh, this is pretty big. Uh, Crackdown three. This is a game that has been in development for uh, Microsoft on the Xbox for four years, five years. They announced mm-hmm. it um, at E3 like a long time ago. I want to I want to say I want to say that the initial announcement for Crackdown three was released around the same time as Halo four. And oh, we're almost oh, to wow. Halo Six, <laughs> like yeah. it's it's been a while, but uh, they are pushing it back to 2018, which means it's going to miss the Xbox One X, the Ox uh, launch date in November. So that's a shame. That's it is that's a, shame. a shame. It is a shame. I know they were really banking on that being like their one AAA first party game to launch yeah. on the console. They got Terry Crews in there. Yeah. And it's like play this game. Play this game. <laughs> Full. I think, uh, <laughs> but I honestly don't know how much it's really going to affect it because honestly, I don't give a shit about Crackdown. Like, <laughs> I don't know a whole lot of people that really care about Crackdown. I got one friend that played even one of the old ones. So I don't know. Not, not that big of a deal for me, but if you're a Crackdown fan, sorry to disappoint. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, a friend of ours, Andy, uh, is a huge fan of Crackdown. Like, he gives it like, he he let me borrow it one time. I think I don't think I ever actually played it because I'm a terrible person. <laughs> um, <laughs> but just huge high praise for for definitely for two, but for one as well. And just like 
the gameplay itself and the concept of it being the super cop and mm-hmm. you know uh, it's it's a cool idea and like hearing that it's a good game i guess helps me want to play it more i guess yeah i guess but I, maybe i haven't given it a fair shot i played a decent chunk of the first one and it was just kind of sure. like meh but you know, it, it's just it wasn't my kind of game, I guess. Um, Got to collect them orbs. Yeah, it's all about the orbs in that <laughs> game. But uh, yeah, so anyway, Crackdown 3 is delayed till next year. Keep an eye out. A um, little bit more uh, Xbox news here. Xbox, in preparation for the Ox uh, release, they are kind of overhauling everything that's been fundamental to the Xbox ecosystem since uh, the 360. The 360 introduced, obviously, like the avatar system, the gamer cards. Um, achievements was the the big thing, you know. Sure. Um, and achievements aren't going anywhere, but they are getting revamped. We're about to get a whole new achievement system. Um, they've they've kind of come out and said, you know, we've got uh, this whole spectrum of gamers. We've got the guy that comes in and he plays, you know, 20 hours of Call of Duty online every week. And then we've got another guy that is playing, you know, six different games in that same time frame. How do you reward each player, you know, the appropriate amount for how much they're playing when you can only earn a certain number of achievements in each of these games? Sure. Um, so they're trying to kind of balance that out. They're going to be introducing some new things. Hopefully we'll have some more details here soon. But uh, they are going to totally revamp the system so it makes it feel more personal. And uh, so you can really show off, you know, what you're proud of accomplishing, I guess, um, in your in your gaming ventures. Uh, But on top of that, the thing that I am probably most excited about is they're about to change the avatar system for Xbox. Finally, Um, not that it's a huge deal anymore. You know, avatars were a huge thing on 360. They really defined you on 360. We're like on the forefront. Now they're kind of tucked in the back. You have to, like, click through to someone's actual profile to even view it. Mm -hmm. Um, but they're they're totally revamping it. It used to be, you know, you had, you had five body presets. You had like six different skin colors. You could change like, you know, four or five different eye presets. Well, Facial hair. And, yeah, yeah, it was all very limited, very basic. And you, you could get a guy that looked kind of like you. Um, yeah. This one is completely different. Um, they have built it from the ground up. It has a great new graphic system where it's it's been built by Rare. And they've been working on this for a long time. Um, which good for them for you know still doing stuff (laughs) right yeah xbox i mean it was kind of a bummer when xbox acquired them or sorry microsoft acquired them because Mm -hmm. they really have kind of been doing the work (laughs) for them yeah as far as development goes uh sea of thieves is like the one major thing they have been able to work on lately but anyway these new avatars you're going to be able to do things like say you have a prosthetic arm in real life you can put a prosthetic Mm -hmm. arm on um, you can actually manually manipulate every aspect of your physical features uh, to make it look more like you. Uh, you can make yourself like if you're a woman and you're pregnant, you can put a little pregnant belly on yourself. Um, it's something they showed off. There's just all kinds of um, new customization option, options. You can change the color of everything, um, even like your props. They, they showed off a guy like wearing a whole suit of armor, riding a horse and like carrying a sword mm-hmm. and whatnot. Uh I don't know. Just some cool stuff. There's a video on YouTube that shows off everything. It's really worth seeing if you are interested in this kind of stuff. You know, I'm 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 watching the 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 promo video now. You know what it kind of looks like? It looks like similar animation to uh Big Hero 6. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. It almost looks like Pixar or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. They look a lot more legit now <laughs> than they did before. Yeah. 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 Super, super animated. And it, it looks nice. It looks good. It, it makes me excited for avatars again when really I couldn't <laughs> care less. You know, like, yeah, I was going to say something I really wouldn't have cared about. Yeah. Um, so it's really cool. Really cool. Uh, the last thing that they're doing, this is something super controversial. <laughs> they are changing the dashboard again for I think the third time this year. Um, They're like, oh, we want you guys to make it more personal. We want you to see what you want to see on the dashboard, which is cool. That's a good route to go. Um, Sure. But there's there's just been a lot of iteration this year. And every single time, I feel like they're getting it wrong. Mm -hmm. Like they, they haven't had a really perfect dashboard system since the Blade system on the 360. The Blade dashboard was was the best it just had four different major page tabs and everything was laid out real clean sure something that wouldn't necessarily work this day and age but i think that uh they just haven't nailed it like they did back then Mm -hmm. and this is a little bit different it's just gonna give you a blank home screen you can pin the games you're interested in pin the events pin your friends that you want to keep track of and they also changed um the guide, once again, the guide that slides out from the left-hand side of the screen and gives you all of your friends, messaging, achievements, settings, everything. Mm-hmm. Revamped all that again. Um, so just beware if you're in the preview program uh, that will be rolling out to you pretty soon. I sh- I'm hoping I'm going to get it here within the next week or so. And uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. That's just a lot of Xbox stuff going on, so I thought I'd just run through it real quick. So... Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm pretty sure windows or, uh, Xbox one runs on, uh, a windows 10 based operating system. Correct. It does now. Yes. It did not yeah. used to, but it does now. At what point do they just cross over all the way and just, just basically make it a windows 10 machine? I mean, it, I mean, it is. It is. I mean, it is. It's straight up a PC at this point, just sure. thinly veiled behind the Xbox uh, user interface, and you you can see how this merger has been happening the last two years. We've got the Xbox Play Anywhere program. Mm-hmm. Buy a game on your Xbox, you have it on your PC, Windows 10 version. Um, the universal app pr- platform. Uh, all of the Microsoft Store apps run on all of their devices, from the phone to the PC to the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything's unified. The console is essentially um, what I what I predicted. I'm, I am gonna. I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything. I really did say this that it's literally just gonna be the PC, the, the gaming PC for somebody that doesn't want the maintenance of a gaming PC. That that's, okay. that's all, right. all it is. It's a it's a universal platform, plug and play. Put it under your TV and forget about it. And uh, you know, wait three four years for the next iteration or whatever. Sure. More yeah, powerful yeah, yeah. hardware. All right, let's uh let's let's break things up a little bit here. Blake, I have I have a uh opinion question for you. What would you say has been the best television theme song? Oh man. Do you have an answer? I have a uh, I I would say I have a top I could probably come up with a top five. Uh hmm. One would definitely be the Westworld theme. Yes. Great theme. And the bionic hands playing it on piano. Oh, man. Yeah. It's it's just 
I don't know. I don't know how to describe what makes it so good. You know, I I can't either. It's just it's just perfect. And the the music in the show is perfect, too. Like, yes, yes. So fitting for the the theme and everything. I don't know. It's just great. Second one would probably be. uh, Did you ever watch Man in the High Castle? No, I did not. Oh, man. It's 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 got this very a, a song that's supposed to be kind of um i guess a little the the original song might be a little peppy i guess you could say but they took it and the the show is about alternate history germans actually the germans and uh japanese teamed up really well and just alternate history won world war ii and took over and invaded america and split it into three different chunks the japanese the german and the neutral zone in between so uh the 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 theme they used is this um i believe it's a german song but it's it's just this very light version of the song that's edelweiss edelweiss and it's it's just very light and airy and and, ominous (laughs) yeah in the background it has like these uh american monuments and stuff with uh projected film of like the alternate war and stuff happening over it that's cool and it's oh it's just so like look at all this terrible stuff that's happening (laughs) and it's oh man and that was that was one that uh, somebody took Fallout 4 and made a custom uh, opening menu for it. Oh, that's cool. With like the monuments and everything. Yeah, like like it's got the Pip-Boy uh, and and like the uh, the little statues you get. And it's got film going across it of, of war and stuff happening. Oh, man. That's super that's cool. fantastic. That's super cool. Uh, so those are two. Do you have have you thought of one yet? <laughs> Um, I have, I have a couple, I want to say, I definitely want to say Battlestar Galactica. Um, okay. Maybe this, this is just my personal thing, but it's, it's kind of like chanty a little bit. It, okay. It's got like a, um, it's almost like an opera, but it's in a different language. Uh, it's kind of hard to explain where it's like this real, like mellow, dramatic, type uh like chant through the beginning mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then it goes into this like hey and then it's like it's like all these heavy nice. drums and everything um yeah bsg for sure um probably just a little biased because it's my favorite show of all time but uh, that, that's definitely a good one i would say breaking bad had a pretty decent oh, just it's just like the recognizability it was just like short and sweet. Just yeah, it always always got me ready for the episode. Uh, yeah, oh, that's yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'm still thinking though. I'm still thinking. Okay, you got I'll, more? I'll, I'll give I'll give some more. Right. Here. Uh, another one would be the Office theme song. Oh, that's so good. That's so yeah. good. <laughs> Just I, I I actually used to have it as a ringtone and it just it's it's like, oh, yeah, it's just it's 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 it reminds me of all the just the humor and uh, 
just connection that you have with the show if you've mm-hmm. watched it, it watched starts playing it you immediately think of like michael's face and like yes yeah you start world's picturing greatest characters. boss yeah exactly <laughs> yep exactly um in the same vein i'd say 30 rock for me okay um, yeah okay. i, I yeah, love yeah. 30 rocks theme song um it's stuck in my head because they did a live show one time and they yeah. actually like sing along to it and they're like, live show, it's the 30 Rock live show, it's 30 Rock live. And I always have that stuck in my head. Uh, so that's, that's awesome. That's a good one. Uh, next one would have to be the original Pokemon theme song. How about it be? I choked on my baby. I want to be the very best. And you just, you just jump into it and you're like, you really? You're gonna be the best. We're gonna do it. <laughs> Drain the things by cars. Catch them It's you and me. It's our destiny. Pokemon. That's kind of funny. <laughs> I'll teach you. And you teach and me. You teach me. Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh man. Oh, it's so good. Man, I don't even. I, I can't even think of shows that I like right now. That's fine. That's fine. I got one more. I got one more. All right. All right. The number one, my I I would say probably my number one favorite, bigger than Doctor Who, uh, bigger than you know the ones that I've mentioned. The others haven't necessarily been ranked, but this is probably my number one. Was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme song. <laughs> yep as, as a kid that was the first like electric guitar riff like, <laughs> like oh you ready <laughs> it's it's happening it's morphin time <laughs> stegosaurus tyrannosaurus <laughs> oh man oh man tommy oliver green ranger for life <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm on. I'm gonna do one more. I just I need okay, I need okay. one sec to to think about it. So I can't. I just can't even think right now. I'm sure there's better ones out there, but I love the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt theme song. Oh yes! Oh, Every single time somebody says the word Unbreakable, Jenna and I go Unbreakable. <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> Females are strong as strong as hell. <laughs> so good, man. It's, oh, it gets man. in your head, but. Again, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's like it's Tina Fey and it's like, OK, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is almost 30 Rock. Like it's almost the same sure. show. Sure. Same humor, almost the same cast. <laughs> same yeah, yeah, yeah. same type of like do 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 type yeah. of music. I don't know. All right. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. OK. So I know a lot of <laughs> a lot of stuff about this. You know anything about the humans? I don't tell me tell me about the Inhumans, Blake. All right, here we go. So, when uh, Marvel sold the rights to the X Men uh, over to Fox, mm-hmm. they lost the right to use the term mutant in anything that they uh. produced. So, uh, from that point on, they coined the new term Inhumans. Um, now they have their own comic series. There's a whole franchise based around the Inhumans, and there's like one Inhuman family uh, that's like. Either like the leader of the Inhumans or they're maybe the origin characters of the Inhumans. I'm not exactly sure what they are, Um, Mm -hmm. but that is actually what the new Inhumans uh, television show will be about. 
Okay. Um, now the Inhumans, they're, they're not something new to the MCU. They actually have a hardcore focus in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's almost what the show's entirely about at this point. Got it. And um, so this, it was originally going to be a movie. If you remember back a couple of years when they laid out their roadmap, they said in 2019, 2020, we'll have the Inhumans movie coming. Well, then they mm-hmm. scrapped that. They threw the Black Panther movie in, the Captain Marvel movie. Sure. Uh, so they said, okay, we're going to do like a 10-part series. We're going to film it with IMAX cameras. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be cool. Uh, we're going to show it in IMAX before it premieres on AMC, or ABC. And uh, everyone's like, yep, cool. All right. <laughs> right yeah. on. Nice. Yeah, totally. Um, so then it all fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the first thing we get from Marvel that is going to be a total letdown. I, I know oh, no. it's a little bit prejudice. Uh, we haven't seen the official final version of it, but uh, people have seen the pilot. I've seen the trailer for it, and it just looks bad. It doesn't look good at all. Um, Bad CGI, clearly shot majority on green screen. Um, Mm. It, it, I don't know. It just, it just doesn't look good. And uh, so they showed it off. It was very poorly received at the first initial viewing. Um, mm-hmm. the press and everybody were just like, really? Like you guys have been setting the bar way up here and mm-hmm. this is just not there. So after this like fallout from the initial viewing, they actually did a press conference for the show. Not, not really in like reaction to the poor reception just because they were already planning on doing it, but it quickly turned into the press being like, Hey, what's going on with this thing? You know, is this the final version of it? Is it going to get better? And Instead of, you know, taking it in stride and giving them a real, you know, nice response and everything, the actors and director all kind of got with them (laughs) and Uh, and we're just kind of like, this is this is what you're going to get, you know, like this is the show, you know, sorry if you don't like it, but this is what it is. And, you know, we're proud of it, but uh, they were just very standoffish, did not want to talk about it. Um, They actually went as far to say, like. We're not answering that question or we're not answering Mm. this question anymore. Mm. Like we told you what we think, which, you know, to some degree is fair, but they just didn't go about it in the right way is the the Mm -hmm. the story. Um, So now I guess the most recent update to that story is the director of the series has now come out and said Marvel intentionally told them to rush it and to do Uh, it as cheaply as possible. That doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense, right? It's Mar. It's Marvel. It's Disney. Like they don't have the money to do this thing right. Like they've been doing everything else. Like what? <laughs> why? 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 Uh, I have nothing. Why would you do that? I don't either. So I don't know. I'd say if you're if you're listening out there, get on get on YouTube, check out the trailer, see what you think about it. You know, maybe I'm off base here, but general consensus is. Probably not going to be a very good, very good. Series. So have have they have they filmed it all? They have. It has finished Ugh. production. Um, it's all wrapped. They're getting ready to premiere it in IMAX. So I don't know. It, all the fight scenes look very, very choreographed. They look slow and weak. They they just mm. it just doesn't look good. I don't know. It doesn't intrigue and me. It's, it's doubtful to have improvement. If you release, if you don't release it, you know, 
mid production. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, there's nothing you can do at this point. Like if it sucks, yeah. it's just gonna suck. Like I don't think there's no way they could they could reshoot or anything now. You know, is, is Jackie Chan still doing things? Bring him in. <laughs> yeah, just he'll fix the whole thing. <laughs> just to just remove all the characters. <laughs> Just replace them all with Jackie all Chan. All of them, all of them, will be played by Jackie Chan <laughs> in, in green suits. In green suits, yeah. Oh my oh, gosh! It'd just be like the Green Lantern movie or something. But it's all oh, Jackie. <laughs> Brilliant movie idea. Write the checks. So yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I just wanted to bring that up. Maybe as like a forewarning. You know, don't don't set your expectations too high. Pretty much is all mm. I'm saying. Got it. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Jackie Chan. Did <laughs> you ever watch Jackie Chan Adventures? Uh, no. Oh man, I love that show. That was a good show. I re- I went back and rewatched most of it. Actually, you can find it on YouTube for free. Oh, nice. So that's gonna wrap it up for us here. Yeah, that was a lot. We just that was a... busted out a whole load of <laughs> something. Yeah, we, <laughs> a whole load we of haven't news. done we haven't done an episode you and me for a couple weeks. Oh, so it's good. good to, We're back in our group. Good to go back to bit by bit classic right there. Yeah, that's that was, right. That was nice. All right. Well, uh, that wraps it up. It does. Let's sign it off. <laughs> we got we to gotta come up with some kind of outro. It always just kind of fizzles. We need like a... Just <laughs> awkward. We're like awkward <laughs> teens trying to ask a girl out. Like, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Run away. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well... <laughs> Win some, you lose some. See you guys. I'm Pickle Rick. I'm Pickle Rick. (laughs) See you guys. That wraps it up for this episode. As always, if you liked it, you can rate, comment, subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. If you want to connect with us or just find out what is coming up next on the show, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BitXBitPodcast. You can also search your preferred podcast platform under the same name. If you want to be part of the show, you can email us at BitXBitPodcast at gmail.com. You can send us your topics, questions, suggestions, comments, corrections. Just remember that if it's a correction, please put the words FIX IT in all caps in the subject bar. Be sure to include a name, email, username, handle, or some other title for us to refer to you on the show. It could even be your gamer tag if you wanted. Just let us know what platform and we'll include it at the end of your email. And if you want to throw a couple dollars our way, you can support us at patreon.com slash bitxbitpodcast. If you don't have any money, you can support us by sharing episodes or voting for us on podcastland.com. I want to I want to give a special shout out to all of our listeners who voted last month. We we managed to beat the competition and reach a podcastland podcast of the month, which gives us a month of free advertising on their website, which helps us out in an insane amount. So we can't thank you enough and we can't wait to create more content for you guys and to just keep this thing going. So thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. The, the Rick and Morty. 
where Rick's super excited about the the two DSs. Oh, the, the Legend of Zelda. Guys, it's like guys, guys, two DSs on sale. If we all buy if we all buy three, we can sell two and keep one for ourselves. We can play games together. They've got such great library. We can play everything together. <laughs> Nintendo, give me money. <laughs> Nintendo, give me free stuff. <laughs> I love it. That that was one of my favorite moments. That's oh, <laughs> like one of his nonsensical catchphrases. That's the way the news goes. <laughs> That's the way. Oh, man.